You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, this is episode 65 of Leading and Learning, and today we're talking about tips for what not to do in the gym. You know, I love going to the gym. I love lifting weights. I've been a gym rat for most of my life. Even when I travel, uh, I, I enjoy visiting new gyms. When I go on vacation, I won't work out the whole time. I mean, I'm on vacation, but, but I don't know. There's just something fun to me about going to a new health club and getting a day pass and just working out, using new equipment, new, uh, new environment. But, uh, you know, when you're working out, it's, it's important to remember that every gym has written and unwritten rules. And many people tend to ignore these rules or just follow them when it's convenient for them. Um, you know, the best health clubs, the best fitness centers are also communities. And communities are always much nicer places to be when people know what's expected of them. So I'm going to give you today, I'm going to give you six six tips for what not to do in the gym. And if you're doing any of these things, go ahead and stop them. Just look at this as friendly advice. You know, these are these are things that'll make you uh, much more liked in your health club. So first of all, don't talk on the phone in the gym. In fact, most gyms have, have signs up that, that talk about, you know, don't use your cell phone when you're in the gym. No one wants to listen to you having an argument with your husband or your teenage daughter in the gym. If you've got to talk on the phone, just do everybody a favor and step outside. Nobody wants to hear your conversation. And if you're one of those people that, that gets on the treadmill or the elliptical and then goes into conversation mode on your phone... Just understand that everyone around you hates you. Nobody wants to listen to your conversation, and everybody's hoping that you fall off the treadmill and become a viral YouTube video. Now, talking on the phone while you're using a piece of exercise equipment is a terrible no-no. I mean, it's one thing to be on a treadmill and everybody around you is subjected to your conversation. That's bad enough. But when you're on a piece of exercise equipment and you pause between sets to have a phone call or check your text or check your Facebook status. Yeah, everybody around you is 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 you know not happy. There are people standing there waiting on that piece of equipment while you text or you know enter your Facebook status at the gym and take a selfie. Look, don't do it. When you're on the piece of exercise of equipment, if you want to play on your phone, fine. Get off and share it while you're playing on your phone, but don't sit on the equipment and use your phone. Terrible, terrible no-no. So number one, don't talk on the phone. Number two, don't tie up multiple pieces of equipment. Now, it's okay to do supersets that involve using back-to-back -back sets on different machines. That's, that's fine. But if you're on the other side of the gym 
don't get upset if someone uses one of the machines that you were using. I've seen people kind of drape their towel across a machine and then go across the gym and not come back for five or ten minutes. This is not acceptable. Um, Most gyms have limited pieces of equipment, and to think that you can tie it up while you go to the other side of the gym to do something else is just not acceptable. Remember, sharing is caring. And, uh, you know, machines are, um, you know, it's one thing if you've got a lot of weights on on a rack uh, or on a bar, um, you know, that's not courteous either. But a machine, you pretty much can adjust easily, so, so don't be upset if somebody else uses the machine while you're on the other side of the gym. Number three. Don't leave your weights on the bar. Now, you might be in the habit at home uh, of leaving your dirty clothes, your towels, your dishes, or even your underwear scattered around the house. But in the gym, it's good to get in the habit of picking up after yourself. No one cares how strong you are, and no one is impressed by the massive amounts of weight that you leave for others to clean up. Really, they're impressed by people who re-rack their weights. So don't leave weights on the bar. Just put them back. Number four, clean up after yourself. Now this goes beyond just re-racking your weights. Wipe down the equipment that you use. Most health clubs provide disinfectant and paper towels in strategic places around the gym. This is especially important if you're one of those people that sweats a lot. No one wants to lay in a puddle of your sweat to work out. So when you get done, just wipe the machines down takes five seconds, you're done, move on. So number one, just a quick review. Don't talk on the phone. Uh, Nobody wants to listen to your conversations. And also, when you're on a piece of machinery or a piece of exercise equipment, please stay off your phone. There's other people that are waiting. Nobody wants to watch you play on Facebook while, uh, while they're waiting on the machine. Number two, don't tie up multiple pieces of equipment. Don't just drape your towel across it and leave and think the machine's uh, just for your personal use. Number three, don't leave weights on the bar. Re-rack your weights when you're done. Number four, clean up after yourself. Just wipe the equipment down. It takes just a second, and like I say, most gyms have uh, disinfectant and paper towels all over the gym. Number five, this is one of my favorites, don't grunt or squeal while you're working out. You know, there's nothing more humorous than watching a little guy lifting the equivalent of a Kleenex box worth of weights and grunting loudly to impress the ladies. You know, if everybody else in the gym, including most of the big guys, can work out without grunting through every set, so can you. Now, the only exception to this rule would be the guys that are doing some really heavy weights. You know, if a guy's deadlifting 400 pounds or bench pressing 315 or 350, I'm prepared to give him a little pass. But, you know, most people, you can work out without grunting, I promise. Now, girls that grunt and squeal while they're lifting weights. Now, you know, these these are not nearly as prevalent as guys that grunt. For guys, they think it's something primal. They think it's something that really helps them and makes them sound tough when they're working out. But there are some girls that grunt and squeal too. And they're always interesting. I've been in two different gyms where a girl squealing while she was working out actually shut the gym down. People pretty much just stopped doing what they were doing just to watch and listen. It was that, that interesting. So, um, you know, if that's you... If you squeal, if you grunt, 
just stop. And that's all I'll say about that. And then number six, don't pretend to be a personal trainer. You know, guys are especially guilty of this. Now, I'm happy to help anybody that wants help. But, you know, most people don't want help in the gym. Maybe a spot, you know, but as far as actual advice or or tips for working out, most people don't want that. They'll hire a personal trainer if they want help. It's never a good idea to give unsolicited advice in the gym. Seldom appreciated. But it is always funny to try and watch the expert guy try and give the pretty girl some advice on how she is lifting as an excuse to get her phone number. Reality is, I've never seen that work. But, you know, I guess you're always welcome to try. Now, the only exception to this is if you see somebody about to hurt themselves. There have been a few times when I've seen somebody using such poor form that, that, that I knew they were about to, to, to rip a shoulder out or they were going to pull something in their back. So I might make a, a very uh, polite suggestion. But even then, be careful. People just don't want to be bothered. Um, the only exception to this is if somebody's you know about to hurt themselves, but they're talking on the phone, it's okay to go ahead and let them hurt themselves. Just kidding. So always remember, in life and in the gym, good manners make you nice to know. Well, now it's your turn. Can you think of any other no-nos in the gym? What are some some pet peeves of yours for um, things people do in the gym where they really shouldn't? I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com, leave your question or your comment in the comment section for today's post. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to get my free newsletter. Um, I publish three blogs a week, and by subscribing, they just come right into your inbox. You'll never miss a single issue. And subscribers also get my subscribers-only newsletter that comes out once a month. And I know you're going to love it. time for this week's resource highlight. And today I just want to highlight my my book Street Cop 2 Reloaded. You know, after I wrote Street Cop, it had some success and and I was kind of surprised, but uh, you know, the the stories that I wrote in Street Cop, the the first person real uh, true gritty um disturbing, humorous, all those things, those stories really resonated with people. And I had so many people say, look, when are you going to write another one? When are you going to write another one? So I did. I I wrote another collection of stories, uh, Street Cop 2, uh, Reloaded. And, And again, true stories. These are all for my career. I don't tell anybody else's story. These are these are stories, these are incidents that I was involved in when I was a police officer. And so check it out. If you like Street Cop, if you love first-person uh, uh, stories, if you like action, if you like adventure, and if you love uh, humorous or maybe even disturbing police stories, check out Street Cop 2 Reloaded, and uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. Well, as we close today, can I ask for just a small favor? Would you go to iTunes and give Leading and Learning a review? Your reviews are so important because they help push us higher in the ratings so we can get our content to more awesome people just like you. So until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to pursue your passion.